come down to the library we're gonna have a blast we've got a book or two a tip or three it's the writing santa podcast you know them well you know they're true and we're so happy you're here grab some friends enjoy the weather it's who's at the writing center now let's ruffle those feathers Hello, and welcome back to Who's at the Writing Center. I'm Elena. I'm Carissa. I'm Sarah. And I'm Kimberly. We apologize beforehand for ending season two pretty abruptly, but as many of you know, fall quarter took up a lot of our headspace. But we find ourselves in a new podcast season, a new quarter and a new year. And while it may be over now, 2020 was truly exhausting, and the beginning of 2021 has shown that the new year doesn't really mean the world resets with a blank slate for the next 365 days. That being said, we thought we could all use a little time to decompress and talk about things that helped us make it through 2020, as well as hopeful things in the year to come, both big and small. Before we get into that, we wanted to acknowledge and honor that Monday, January 18th, was Martin Luther King Jr. Day. In the description, we've included some links to resources that we've encouraged you to check out, Um, some of his works and other resources concerning um, the Black Lives Matter movement and how you can help out in that way as well. So this was definitely a weird winter break and holiday season, but as weird as it was, what were some experiences you had that you were really grateful for? As corny as it is, especially in times when so many overwhelming negative things are happening, expressing and keeping track of the good stuff in life can be so helpful in grounding yourself and focusing on what's important. It's similar to an actual practice called gratitude meditation, which is based in the common practice in Buddhism and many indigenous American cultures of beginning the day by reflecting on the people and the things you're grateful for. You can do this verbally, mentally, or even keep what's called a gratitude journal, where you write down these thoughts or even write little letters to the people, places, or things you're grateful for. This podcast episode is like our own version of gratitude meditation for the past, present, and the future year ahead. And you're welcome to join us in reflecting on what you're grateful for as you listen. So to start things off, we want to talk about a little winter break things that we did. Uh, Take it away, Elena. Sure. So I spent most of my winter break in super exciting quarantine. Um, But I was with my family. I flew back to Phoenix and um, six feet apart was a lot better than 1,415 miles apart would recommend safely. Um, I got to see my cat and our husky puppy, who she's more like a very leggy husky teen now. Um, And taking her on nighttime walks around the neighborhood was a really good excuse to like safely escape quarantine um, and just kind of get outside. And something that I always miss when I'm up in Seattle is the stars. Arizona has really clear skies. Um, And it was really magical to look up and be able to see the clear Phoenix night skies. And especially during the conjunction of Jupiter and Saturn, which was super, super cool. And I, my dad and I like got his pair of binoculars and we could see Saturn's rings, which was pretty amazing. I have a telescope, and I don't have a telescope. My parents thought it'd be great for my siblings and I to get a telescope and, like, look at the stars, because, like, Seattle doesn't, it's pretty 
you know, blank slate every night and, but like cloudy in the morning. But um, he was like, maybe you should like look out the stars and like, you know, check it out. But hearing you talk about it is like, makes me feel, oh, maybe I should, maybe I should look up every once in a while and not be, you know, corralled in my room all day and night. And also, Elena's pets are really cute, so check them out. <laughs> I don't know how that would work because you're all just listening to this, but I, I guess I could link that. I mean, <laughs> link in the just description been fully to in bed pictures. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, you can see it in a hundred more years, Kimberly. So <laughs> I'm prepared. I also flew back home. I'm from Minnesota, so I went back to Minnesota for winter break. So it was nice to see my family and get to spend time with them. Um, I spent a lot of time working, which was kind of a bummer. But on the bright side, I had a mandatory two-week quarantine. So like I wasn't allowed in the store that I work at and I had to just stay home for two weeks, um, which was super nice because I got to do absolutely nothing. And I just got to cross stitch and like actually watch TV and read and go like get back into my practice of mindfulness, which I got so stressed that I just stopped doing it dead week last quarter, which was probably not for the best. Um, my parents also got a new golden doodle puppy over break and she's so cute and has so much energy and she loves being in the snow. Um, so like we were forced to take her on walks every day or else she would just never go to sleep. Um, so that was like a good excuse to get outside um, and spend some time with her. And I also got LASIK, which is really cool because I can now see 2020 with my very own eyes. And it's a whole, it's a whole new world out there. You're a whole year late. You can make the 2020 joke. I know. I know. It was such a bummer. But now I looking at the past 2020 vision, though. That was really awful. All right, Sarah, terrible. tell us about your... on. Ooh, there's a little the guest cap, but you can't see it because this is just a podcast. Yeah, you want to say hi? <laughs> I don't think she'll meow on command, but I wish she did. <laughs> you know, we have like little conversations. Um, anyway, the listeners don't even know what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, it's my little kitty, but we'll talk about her later. Don't worry. <laughs> Um, I also spent my winter break back home in New Mexico. Um, it's so funny, like, I left so early because our, like, school started earlier, and then I wanted to quarantine for my grandma for Thanksgiving, so I left, like, early November, and I remember, like, (laughs) it was very, like, movie-esque. I opened my, like, airplane window, and I saw the sun, and it was like, oh my gosh, that still exists like the blue still exists the sun still is here um so very cute very cute things I long for the sun now um me and Elena were talking about how like it's very funny because like sometimes in the winter the sun comes here like in Seattle but it's not warm like it's still cold it doesn't warm you up so that's just ridiculous it's (laughs) It doesn't you, see this, you see the sun and you're like, yes, like finally seasonal depression can go away. And then you go outside and it's like freezing and yeah. you just get sad again. <laughs> exactly. 
Um, yeah, but it's just, it's really nice going back home. It's, I don't live in a really big city in a really loud place. So it's nice to go back to the quiet. Um, I really like seeing the sunset every day when I'm back home. Cause everything is just flat. Like it's not flat. We have mountains and stuff, but there's no like really big buildings in the way like here. So it's just really nice to see all the colors. And I always just like miss the sky when I'm up here. So yeah, Kimberly. I just want to concur uh, that Albuquerque is beautiful and uh, sunsets there are gorgeous. And as Sarah was talking about it, I couldn't help but think about uh, where my girlfriend is located and getting to see the sunset because like that, it happens in Seattle, but it's just, it's a different vibe Mm -hmm. when you're in Albuquerque. You can see the like, uh, she lives near the, oh, I was trying to think of it because I, the sandia the sandia mountains yeah Yeah. i got any thumbs up from sarah so this is right (laughs) uh emily if you're listening i'm sorry um (laughs) but uh but like it was it's pink because you get to see the sunset and it's like you it's just it's just gorgeous everyone uh when you know we're not in a panoramic um tiktok fans will get that uh we um we uh please go to albuquerque because it's gorgeous and beautiful um i just want to give a shout out uh thank you you. yeah of course of course love my abq um so i'm lame and i'm a born and raised seattleite so i was stuck here um but uh i also hate to say that uh because i'm from here i'm so used to it being sunny but cold and that's actually my favorite kind of weather um, I'm sorry, everyone. I know, I know, I'm terrible, but um, that's my favorite kind of weather. Um, anyway, uh, so during my winter break, I actually did nothing. I I know that a lot of people um, like to be productive during breaks, and that if that's you, that's really cool. But I really needed a break. I needed that five weeks to just, you know, take in what was fall quarter and anticipate uh, 2021. So I really took the time to just do things that I really enjoy, like being lazy and watching uh, nerdy voice actors play Dungeons and Dragons. That was basically all of my winter break and also watching anime because I was trying to get into that. Um, And just lots of, so lots of screen time, but I think it was helpful for me to just sort of recuperate all because we all know that fall quarter was something else and it was stressful for a lot of us. So I think everyone who took the winter break to, like myself, took the time to just decompress and do whatever you wish is, you know, perfectly valid and perfectly fine. Um, so I had a lot of fun with that. And my girlfriend also surprised me, uh, not surprised me, I knew she was coming, but she came up to Seattle to <laughs> Yeah, I know. She came up to Seattle to spend uh, not Christmas with me, but she left on Christmas Eve. And it was really great because, you know, spent time with my family and her and uh, played a lot of games, a lot of Jackbox party. If you guys don't have that, fully recommend. Uh, it's a lot of yelling if you're a competitive person like me. And that's about it. Just a lot of spending time with myself, which I haven't done in a while, and spending time with family and getting to relax before I have to get back into a routine again, so. Yeah, so winter break was really, I think for all of us, a time to like decompress and sort of brace ourselves for the new year. 
Um, so on that note, we wanted to share some of our uh, super corny New Year's resolutions, but also just general survival techniques because like, who knows? Um, survival techniques in a positive way, let's go with that. <laughs> um, so for me, I think, I know that like the most cliche New Year's resolution is like go to the gym slash workout, but this year I really mean it. Um, <laughs> And I think the reason for that is, I don't know about you guys, but Zoom school and Zoom work like killed my legs. Um, and like the body aches were real, especially towards the end of 2020. Um, and so I found that doing just like, not even really long, but like simple short daily workouts have been really helpful. Yeah, and walking to school too was like where I got my aerobic. <laughs> exercising like it was a guaranteed aerobic workout to like walk up cherry street like um so now also, that we don't really we have like a like a class from like all the way in the i don't even know the directions but like in admin and they had one all the way in like a different building it was a full sprint but yeah especially if there are stairs too and you're just like oh running up the stairs because the elevators take forever uh <laughs> So yeah, so now that we don't have that, I think it's been really helpful for me and my mental state and my uh, <laughs> poor achy legs to have um, daily workouts. And um, I think also for me, some New Year's resolutions are just like getting more creative with cooking. Um, I got really into cooking in 2020 because quarantine, but um, I think I really would like to branch out and like make a layer cake, like one of the like really ambitious, like requires multiple cake pans. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. I've already forced my roommates to eat whatever I make. So <laughs> um, at least I know that I'll have friends to eat it with. Um, and then also just getting back into art. I used to do art a lot more, but 2020 kind of sapped all of my creative energy um and now I think I'm sort of recovering from that so I really wanted to get back into doing watercolors um and maybe even getting back into sculpture which I did a lot in high school um and yeah I think another thing too just sort of like a fun weird thing is my sister got me this little tea leaf reading book um she got it from this like little I don't know like hippie new age sort of like crystal shop up in Sedona which is like peak hippie town in Arizona <laughs> um and yeah I don't know I just feel like it would be a fun uh neat party trick to be like let me read your tea leaves. I don't know when that would ever come up in life, but <laughs> if you're in a party with Elena, you have to ask them about their tea leaf reading. Just pull, just keep tea leaves with you from now on. I'll just like always have loose leaf tea on hand. Yeah. Be, like, and ask, everyone else. Yeah. Everyone's got to keep a little. <laughs> yeah. Distribute tea loose leaf tea. Yeah. Nothing weird about that. Um... <laughs> 2021. Here we come. Yeah, so, you know, very uh, realistic and useful goals for 2021. <laughs> Number one, New Year's resolution, carry around loose leaf tea. I have to remember to do it all the time. 
you never know when you're going to need it. Um, and along with that, my other New Year's resolution is to like hold myself accountable just for being more organized and like actually taking care of myself. And like, for example, I'm not really lactose intolerant, but if I eat enough cheese, like it really wrecks my stomach. And I eat a lot of cheese all the time just because like no one's ever told me like you're lactose intolerant, you shouldn't eat cheese. So I just do it and then I just like feel awful. And so just little things like that, like really taking care of myself and not thinking like, oh, I'll just deal with that later. Like, I'll just feel that later because I want cheese now or something like that. I don't know. But um, I, over break, I had to like schedule all my doctor's appointments, my dentist appointments, like eye doctors, because I haven't done that since literally high school because I just hate doing all of those things. And it felt really good to like go and find not find out what was wrong with me, but like find out the things that I can do to take better care of myself that like I wasn't doing that have maybe changed in like the three or four years I've seen my doctor. Um, so, and it just felt really good to like have a better understanding of myself in that sense of like, this is what I should do. This is what I shouldn't do. And here's the ways that I can just like take care of myself a lot better. Um, so yeah, that's like my biggest resolution is to like not only check in mentally, but like physically and like approach my health from that sort of angle and then also just to be better about checking in with people because I'm so awful at like even just texting I won't do it and I'm on my phone all the time and I just won't <laughs> I won't text anybody so that's really awful and I'm gonna I'm gonna get better at that um I don't know if I told you guys this, but I had to get a permanent crown over <laughs> break like on my tooth um <laughs> and so yeah I really highly recommend like actually making appointments with your dentist even if you're like maybe scared of the dentist like I am um because uh my tooth like broke I don't know anyway I didn't feel it but it broke and <laughs> it was so funny the lady was cleaning my teeth and she was like has anyone ever asked you about this like back molar like it broke <laughs> wait you didn't notice <laughs> no I was like, Jill, <laughs> no, <laughs> no one's ever asked me. And she was like, oh, well, hmm, hmm. <laughs> it's like, hmm, yeah, yeah, apparently I didn't notice. Apparently I had a really big cavity back there when I was a little itty bitty. And so then the, um, oh my gosh, the tooth, like, what is that called? Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Um, enamel weakened and then it just chipped off and I didn't feel it so anyhow taking 2021 tea. carry around tea leaves and check on your friends back molars everyone just occasionally make sure they're all still there and intact Count them. as friends do yes please I would appreciate it <laughs> um amazing love um my new year's resolution for this year um kind of like Carissa just taking better care of myself and like really speaking up for myself and asking for what I need I think I struggle with that I think a lot of people struggle with that like even a very simple like oh maybe I need more time to do this maybe I should ask my professor for an extension instead of like instead of working myself too, <laughs> too hard um 
staying up all night doing something and like not being proud of what I did. Um, just asking for what I need, telling people what's going on. I have a really hard time doing that um, because no matter what's going on, you're certainly not as alone as you think. Um, so it's really important to reach out. Um, more little things. I would love to keep a consistent sleep schedule. I'm pretty good right now. I was back home. I get in a really good habit of going to bed at like nine or 10 because my um, family goes to bed really early. But when I'm up here, it gets really janky. So I'm pretty good right now. Going to bed at 11, waking up around nine. Pretty happy about that. Um, I really want to get more into like tarot readings, um, learn how to embroider because I know how to cross stitch. I don't know how to embroider though. I would love to do that. I just bought a pattern for myself. So um, I know. And <laughs> I would also really like to improve my posture. Even right now, like I just, I always punch and then I like need a massage, but we can't get massages because of COVID, also money. So it's just really hard. <laughs> Um, so yeah, those are my resolutions for this year. Um, I just want to say I went to Target like a couple days back and I went to like the five dollar section and I got a little I got a little bean, little V for uh, cross stitching because I really want to get into it. Uh, and I bought two because it was the only two left and I wanted to take seven. Sorry, eight-year-olds everywhere. Um <laughs> thank you. <laughs> um <clears throat> So yeah, um, just like aside from all the usual stuff that we all, um, you know, sort of want to achieve or aim for uh, in New Year's, uh, as New Year's resolutions, like, you know, exercising or not sitting in front of a desk like all day and like actually taking a walk or, you know, just walking in general. Um, and uh, I, I definitely want to cook more and write more and uh, read more. Um, what's really funny is when we were trying to create this episode, Sarah was like, you know, we should talk about the books we've read over winter break. And I literally stared at the camera and I was like, I literally did nothing. I did none of that, Sarah. I'm so sorry. <laughs> and instead I watched anime and Dungeons and Dragons stuff. And I just, I felt so bad. So I want to read more uh, for this year. And I actually have a little list on my phone that says things I will accomplish in 2021. And I'm hoping that, um, I'm hoping that I fill it up and it's not as empty. The only thing that's on it right now is that I finished watching Full Metal Alchemist. Um, which is an anime, but I will, I will put up books, I promise. I'm currently reading, uh, you know, all of my friends are laughing at me. I'm currently, <laughs> I don't even know if I can, if I can count this as, as currently reading because I read it halfway through and then I stopped. It's been very many months since I've last picked it up. So, but I'm in the midst of Crazy Rich Asians, uh, which you all should read. It's a great book. I'm sure it is. I know we'll finish it and I will get back to everyone about how great it is. <laughs> um, so yeah, um, aside from all of that, just, you know, the, like I said before, just general cooking and writing and um, reading more. And uh, the thing that I put in our uh, little um, episode transcription is that I really wanted to start taking an initiative on my future because I got a notif notification uh, a couple of days ago about applying for graduation uh, for later this year. And I got scared because that's real. And I, it really hits me that I'm a junior and I'm going to graduate next year. Um, 
So that's really crazy and scary, especially we're since we're in a pandemic and it's like the future doesn't even exist, but it does. So uh, definitely going to start thinking about how I can jumpstart that. And I think that's something that will make me feel better just for me personally to have a little bit of a structure as to how I'm going to sort of start my life. Wow, that sounds scary. Yeah, it uh, must be scary thinking about graduating next year. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> like we're gonna graduate this year or anything. I you don't just, need to talk about that. Listen, listen, I as the youngest in this group, I feel that I have a right to be afraid. <laughs> oh yeah. No, that's you guys, that's you guys had this opportunity last year. It's my time now. <laughs> <laughs> the fear only grows. <laughs> On that really cheery note, uh there's some overlap here, but we also wanted to just talk about like general self-care things, uh, things that spark joy, uh, mostly recent things, but could also be like just things that are just sort of like your comfort things that you return to. Um, So for me, I have recently discovered the joy of sea shanties. Uh, They are a TikTok phenomenon, but I was into them before that, Uh, just let the record show. Uh, there are Spotify playlists that are just full of sea shanties and they slap like unironically they're really good and you should listen to them they're especially good to listen to while working out and I can't explain that it's just like (laughs) they're great Um, and I think also for me playing D&D and watching D&D but I think Activities like that, like this is super corny, but for me, D&D has been honestly sort of a lifesaver in 2020 because it allowed me to still like chill with friends in a safe format and have kind of like a scheduled like social interaction um, that, you know, was still safe and kind of, I think, helped keep me sane. Um, And another totally unrelated thing is watching nature live streams um i really miss being able to like go hiking and just um go out in nature because i honestly don't have time um and there are all these like nature live streams you can google it there's like a million of them and they're all of just different places around the globe but my current favorite one is this puffin cam it's just these puffins chilling on this island i think it's from audubon like the the bird society but they have just these puffins chilling on their island doing puffin things and it's delightful. Um, And another delightful thing is I saw the movie Wolf Walkers, which just came out. Um, It's made by the same people who made The Secret of Kells and Song of the Sea, which are like these really very pretty like animated 2D animated movies. And it's one of those stories that's It has like pretty serious themes, but I think it's fun for like anybody of any age to watch. Um, It's about like 1650 Ireland during the English occupation. Yeah, it just has really powerful themes and I like totally cried while watching it. Um, And I definitely recommend, cried in a good way, but I definitely recommend watching it um, if you uh, you know, want a movie to watch with like your family or with your friends or, you know, alone, just to cry alone and watch <laughs> these, um, just a really beautiful movie. So, yeah. Yeah. So the biggest thing, 
that's gotten me through like the last year and kind of even into the new year um, is just like the ability to make myself laugh um, and not necessarily like at myself or anything like that, but just like feeling comfortable enough to laugh at anything and everything and no one has to be around like it can just be me and I have like this funny thought and instead of just being like hmm, like I will laugh out loud at like whatever I'm thinking about that just feels funny um and I think especially like living alone right now is that's really helpful because it just it fills the space and it just allows me to be like more consciously comfortable and accepting of like my environment and how I fit into that and just being alone and really just existing, which is, it's nice to have like a sense of comfort um, when thinking about that, especially with everything that's been going on in the world. Um, and also I have found a new love for Facebook Marketplace. <laughs> like it's my favorite thing to look at on my phone and and purchase things and it's just awesome like it's a pretty sustainable and sometimes cheap way to um fulfill the need for retail therapy and a lot of the sellers are really promoting like social distancing and um, contactless pickup and payments and things like that so um it's a really good time i enjoy it very much take my money we love Facebook Marketplace. I think we got like all of the chairs in this house, a lot of chairs from there. <laughs> um, oh, also this table. Yeah, it's just what a good, what a good place. A good uh, nook of the internet. Um, let's see. I think something that, something that sparks joy <laughs> for me um, is usually um, getting enough sleep. I think this year I really noticed like, because of the lack of routine, I got in a very bad habit of not getting enough sleep or just going to bed at very weird hours. And so a good eight to nine hours, highly recommend. Um, I love waking up and not feeling terrible, you know? Um, also going out for walks, like Elena said, even if it is just one step out your door, I like the nice fresh air is really the best. Um, also, you know, honestly, this whole year, my little kitty, Athena, has really sparked me the most joy. Um, she was down in New Mexico, and I brought her up here, snagged her for the year. Um, she's technically my emotional support animal now, so even on the plane, I got to, like, she got to be in my lap the whole time. She was on sedative, so it was really nice. We were, like, both really calm. Um, cozy together. The flight attendants loved her. I also love her. So it's a great pair. Um, she's a three-year-old black kitty. Um, also highly recommend black cats. I know a lot of the population is like, they're bad luck. That's a lie. They're great luck. I love all of, all of our cats have been black cats. Um, so yes, just really, it's really nice to have like another form of life in the house. Um, if you can't get an animal, perhaps a plant would be a good recommendation as elena's how many plants do you have now like over 20 <laughs> and then i've started creating baby plants by cutting <gasps> off parts of the previous plants so if anybody would like a baby plant they're growing roots and they're free so 
hit Elena up love. for tea leaf readings and plants. <laughs> yes. We are quite a brand. Um, yeah. So uh, in a similar sense of um, doing stuff that helps us, you know, feel better in terms of like, you know, taking a walk. Um, I got a massive 50 ounce water bottle for Christmas because I'm so terrible at keeping track of how much water I drink and I sometimes I forget and sometimes I um, get really uh, dizzy or I get really bad headaches and everyone I'd speak to is like did you drink water today I was like you know what you're you're right I didn't do that um, so I have a giant water bottle my goal is every time I fill it up I have to finish it that day up unless it's like nighttime that I'm not going to drink 50 ounces in like yeah anyway um, so drinking more water uh, I've come to really appreciate its effects in you know making me feel better like second I drink water I feel better I feel refreshed I feel a little more energized and I just think it does a lot of wonders for us especially for health benefits and just it's just great um I know that's kind of obvious it's kind of silly to say out loud but I I just need that reminder for myself as we're editing this to drink water um and if you haven't already drink water and get a glass and you know look at the sun if there is any where you are. And as Elena said, play D&D. I promise it's as nerdy as you think it is, but it's super fun. And I've played it with both people who are not medieval or Dungeons and Dragons-esque people. And I play it with people who are, and it's both a great time. And I think that uh, the responses I've gotten from either party has said that they really enjoy it. And I think it's it's a fun way for uh, creativity and just a fun, uh, it's, it's a fun opportunity to see how you make decisions on and how you play with fate and all that stuff. It's really awesome. It's really great. And also rolling dice is just so satisfying. <laughs> um, and I mentioned earlier that uh, play uh, Jackbox Party, which is a virtual game that you can get on like online or on Steam. Um, it's a great way to play. It's like a fun board game that gives you a couple of board games that you can play board games, quote unquote. Um, they're really fun. They're super um, accessible for big lar for larger parties. But if you aren't able to purchase it, I've also come to find I've come across a free version of Jackbox kind of called Backyard.co. And it basically has a similar essence to it in that it gives you different games that you can play with multiple people, but it's free, so it's more accessible. And you can, um, it has a built-in feature where you can video chat people live as you play games. So you can yell at each other if you think someone uh, is doing, uh, made a wrong move on in chess, or if they just took your queen and you're really upset. Or you can play other games like, um, there are just so many. There, I, the first one that came up to me was like a Cards Against Humanity-esque kind of game, but uh, there are other ones, I promise. And that's all I have in terms of sort of self-care, just making sure that we, um, you know, allow ourselves to take better care of ourselves in a multitude of ways for 2021, uh, which leads us to our sort of final segment of this episode of Things to Look Forward To. Um, because 2020 was something else, we hope and we surely hope that 2021 is full of new crazy adventures and new opportunities for all of us. So take it away. Yeah, so um, an exciting thing, which I didn't realize until I was uh, 
Googling stuff for this episode. And I was like, oh God, what is there to look forward to in 2021? Turns out there's a lot of things. Um, one of which I thought was very cool. The Mars missions from three different countries, I think from, I wanna say China, uh, United, United Arab Emirates and the US um, are arriving on Mars in early 2021, like February-ish. And um, there's also a total solar eclipse at the end of 2021. So get hyped for that. Cool space things. Um, also, um, I feel like a part of me feels like I'm the only person who knows that this movie exists because I like have never, I don't think I ever saw trailers for it aired in like movie theaters when movie theaters were a thing people went to safely. Um, but the movie, The Green Knight starring Dev Patel is finally coming out this summer. It's based on one of my personal nerdy English major faves, uh, Sir Gawain and the Green Knight, which is this like 14th century Arthurian poem. The poem does slap um, and you should read it, but I'm just really excited about the movie because I think it makes it more like an accessible format for people to watch and appreciate. Um, the thing I'm looking forward to most in 2021 is just like growth and change. I'm working really hard to embrace the idea of both of those things, especially with graduation coming up in the spring. So um, trying to put like a positive twist on that, because looking back over the last couple of years, being able to see the growth and the change has been really um, empowering and enlightening. So I'm just trying to like focus that mindset, but more on the future. Um, and also the return of Hayden Christensen and Ewan McGregor in the Obi-Wan Kenobi series. That's supposed to start filming this year. I'm so excited because I really do love Star Wars, but even more than that, I love Ewan McGregor and Hayden Christensen. And I love them both as Anakin Skywalker and Obi-Wan Kenobi. So I'm like, I just cannot wait for this to come out. I don't know if it's coming out in 2021, but I know it starts filming. So. I'm, I'm geeking out about that one. Krista, you may be extremely disappointed in me, but I've never seen any Star Wars. Um, you have to. <laughs> you yes. have to. I, I, I'll get there. It's just, you know, <laughs> there's like seven. <laughs> um, Start with the first six. Those okay. are the best. All right. I'm controversial opinion. I don't like the new ones, but whatever. <laughs> cool <laughs> sorry I'm sorry I didn't know what to say because Kimberly unmuted and I thought I she was gonna clap back <laughs> I accidentally unmuted my bad I was also just gonna say that I am <laughs> that I, I am Obi-Wan Kenobi um the public will never see it unless you go to my high school's drama website but I did play Obi-Wan Kenobi in the Shakespearean version of A New Hope so keep that coming I love that. I don't even know who that is, and I love that. <laughs> um, along with more, I, I'm sorry, I really can't talk about Star Wars because I don't know what I'm talking about. Anyway, um, <laughs> along with Carissa, growth, change. Um, I'm really excited for new beginnings. Um, I know a lot of us, not only the three of us, I, <laughs> I know a lot of people in the Writing Center are graduating this year, and I know that's really hard for the people staying along with the people graduating, along with our bosses, because we're very sad, because we're all a little family. It's very cute, and it's very sad. Um, but 
Um, it's really exciting. Like I can't believe four years has passed um, or three years for our lady Carissa um, <laughs> graduating early. Woo! Anyway, I'm sorry. I feel like I didn't write a lot for this section. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really just falling apart. Anyways, very excited to graduate and for anything to come afterwards. Um, that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> graduating and and just um, I put in the chat. The audience can't see it, but I put it in the chat. We don't say the G word in this house because it makes me sad. Because I'm the only one who isn't graduating this year of this podcast group. Wow, that's a mouthful. Um, but, uh, you know, sometimes new beginnings have something, some good things have to end for new things to happen. When a door closes, another one opens. That's what I was trying to allude to. Yep. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so things to look forward to. Um, if you haven't known already, uh, there is a vaccine for uh, to treat coronavirus. Um, and... I would recommend, I would highly encourage you to get it if you can and when you can, um, because the sooner we're able to tackle this virus together as a collective human population, then we are able to be together in person and like hold hands and hug each other and like show affection. I know for some people who don't like that, just a simple hello and being in other people's presence when we don't have to be six feet apart. Um, so that's something to look forward to. Definitely, definitely, please, please uh, get it uh, when it's available to you. And like Elena, there are movies that are coming out that I'm super excited about. It's namely uh, Raya and the Last Raya, Raya and the Last Dragon. I think I'm pronouncing that right. Um, starring one of my idols, Kelly Marie Tran, uh, who's from The Last Jedi. Uh, fun fact. <laughs> um, and is written by one of my favorite playwrights, uh, Key Winton. And uh, it's coming to theaters in March 2021, and I could not be more excited because I just love Disney movies, and I think this is a really great uh, movie, especially for uh, Southeast Asians, uh, to really get to see some of their faces on screen and animation. It's great. Um, additionally, I am one of the assistant directors for Rosa Josie's production of Twelfth Night as part of uh, the theater program at SU's Winter Quarter Special Uncharted Waters, which is a uh, collaboration collaboration between UW, Cornish, and Seattle U and all their theater programs. So please check that out uh, in March. Uh, tickets are, I don't know yet, but I will be advertising it. So stay tuned. Um, and that'll be it for me, yeah. Yeah, so in conclusion, uh, we know that 2020 felt more like 10 years wrapped up in 365 days. Uh, and the start of 2021 probably, actually it could have been more stressful, but you know, like let's not tempt fate there. <laughs> um, but here at Who's at the Writing Center, we wanna create a space where listeners can find some calm from the storm. We are beyond excited to start off 2021 with our new season, and we wish you all the love and care in the world. Be safe, take care of one another, and this has been another episode of Who's at the Writing Center? I feel like we should do like a little. I really need to time it. We gotta like know beforehand before we hit record to be like, okay, how many who's, how fast mm -hmm. are the who's, and like, 
how do we end it? All that stuff. Anyway, thank you for listening <laughs> to that. <laughs> and uh, we'll see you in the next episode. Come on down to the library. We're gonna have a blast. You've got a book or two, a tip or three. It's the Writing Santa Podcast. You know them well, you know they're true, and we're so happy you're here. Grab some friends, enjoy the weather. It's who's at the Writing Center. Now let's ruffle those feathers.